0: i
1: and will be sick
0: say that I've tried I apologize listeners, to I have to do am sorry <laughs> for breaking your heart Don't matter, clearly
1: <laughs> Okay, we'll
0: get <laughs>
2: a new episode of Not Your Average Netizens there's a reason for reopening that song this episode with that song because Because Adele just came out with her new song Hello today on the 23rd it's amazing and effectively also the 8th Harry Potter book is out even though it's a play Uh. but it's still the 8th Harry Potter book I have Assassin's Creed Syndicate in my hands, and I'm dancing like Drake in Hotline Bling.
1: Oh my <laughs> God! Well, oh good. This, yeah. this is the most pop culture relevant you have ever been. I was on this about podcast, to say,
2: Ash. is that enough pop culture references for you? Because that was
1: incredible. Are you are you dancing like Drake and throwing pepperonis on pizza like the Epic Vine or what?
2: No, I'm just dancing like Drake.
1: Let's so see, you're not pop culture I'm enough.
3: Singing Adele.
1: You're not a meme yet. You gotta be all the way pop culture if you wanna go this far.
3: Yeah, and you gotta record a uh, rat eating something on the street. Of- <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm still if you learning want to get how
0: to put stuff-
2: I'm still learning how to put stuff on Instagram, man. It's a lot of work. I don't see how those like YouTube vine stars do it. It's a lot of work. But <laughs> the good news is We are back for another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. As I said, I am in a good mood. Um,
1: Ash fury, everybody. Ash fury in the building.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also in the building is Kiara. Hey, everyone. Is Tim...
1: You stole my champion's entrance again, and I'm so upset about Whatever, it. Whatever.
2: There's a new person, and
1: she was on the last too. podcast. She's not. And the new also, person. you're
2: gonna be missing for the next couple of weeks. So, so
1: you stole my last champion's entrance. Remember that. Rem- remember that when I come back and I'm just a grumpy old man. Remember, it- you brought this on.
2: Fine. Yeah. It won't be because of fatherhood at all. Okay. Also, <laughs> our new member, um, who is um introduced on our last broadcast and is back for a second one. We did not scare her off Haley. Yay. Yay! Hi Haley is here to prove that not all K pop fans are doo and crazy and old oh. and cynical and bitter. Better <laughs> yeah, there's still life in us yet. Alright.
1: No, there's time. life
3: in her, not you, <laughs> Ash.
1: This is your second <laughs> podcast, right? We, we got time. <laughs> we, we got time.
3: I mean, when you
2: think about it, we haven't had that many podcasts. so. Once you hit like 15,
1: to... if you're still positive, I'll be impressed. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a party. We'll celebrate. Yeah.
0: Also,
2: like when... um, because of certain things that have been happening in the K-pop universe, Uh, Shannon was supposed to join us this evening. She may still, um, so if um, anything um, interesting happens during this podcast, um, just uh, be aware that that may be the case. Um, However, she also may not be able to join us because of other prior engagements, and that's a possibility as well. But we will still talk about uh, what's on the agenda and maybe some things that aren't. So, um, I want to start off by saying that the Unpretty Rapstar Star 2 um, commentary, if anyone is still interested in listening to that for the first episode, it's finally up on Daily Motion. We finally found a video service that would take it, um, at least so far, they haven't deleted it or anything. Um, the links are on our Twitter at NYANetizens at Twitter and um, you can just follow the links to our Daily Emotion um, account and view uh, the first episode uh, which is separated in parts 1 and 2 and has our ongoing commentary uh, with those two episodes. Uh, if you guys like it and um, you know, considering how things turn out since one of us will be gone for a couple of weeks, um, we may do another one. Um, We're very aware that um, Pretty star 2 is now episode 5. So, <laughs> um, yes, obviously we will have to, um, you know, make some decisions concerning that. But we had a lot of fun doing the first one, so um, if you would like to, please. Um, watch that and give us some review ratings and reviews um, that would be great. Um, also I have finally published um, my little uh, GoPro vids, my little um, amateur documentary of my um, time on tour um, it is now on what is it on? It's on YouTube And uh, it should also be linked to it on our Twitter. Um, I apologize in advance, as I said, for my hair and the close-ups on my face. Um, However, uh, I feel like that those things both very well express the um, state of mind that I was in at the time. And um, if you go see any really popular guy band on tour... Um, you need to be prepared, um, and you need to know what you're getting into, and that, that is, is what you're getting into. So, yes, um, feel free to also view that, um, and leave any comments or um, I'll leave any ratings on those as well. Did any of you guys look at it or watch it? No.
1: I haven't, I haven't, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah,
0: sorry, I haven't, yeah.
1: no. I only just saw it when I logged into my YouTube and was like, oh look, a video.
2: My video, my time at Big Bang. But I will be honest, like, I, I said when I posted it, it doesn't have a lot of concert footage, but to be fair, uh, anybody that has been tracking this concert since the beginning, there is Tons, hundreds, thousands of videos of concert footage online. Every single concert stop so far has a full has been fully filmed and uploaded and is online. So if you want to get the experience of knowing exactly what went down on each concert, and to be honest, I mean Big Bang, their concerts are pretty like, you know, down to, you know, it's like, you know, you know, this, you know, hit every point. There's not a whole lot of, like, you know, super surprises or anything. Um, So if you've seen one, you know, unless you just have to see top again, which I can understand, then, um, you know, you're going to see pretty much what will be on the next one so for me it was just more about capturing the experience so if you're interested then please give my videos a view please fellow podcasters give my videos a view and (laughs) give your um, impressions so Also, um, just to uh, give a little bit of update on the Maid tour, Big Bang were recently in Sydney, and interestingly enough, um, apparently Sydney's security was not paying enough attention because a dude just uh, got up on stage and started dancing during one of the songs. And um, Sungri, being the pro that he is, Just kind of, well, uh, he got this, you know, look on his face that I guess you would get if you were performing on stage and a random person just came up and started, you know, doing stuff. But, um, you know, they didn't, you know, they were very professional about it. And um, Sungri and G-Dragon pretty much, you know, they let him have a little, you know, they actually let him dance a little bit and then they were like, okay, it's time you know it's time to go off stage crazy and they let him off stage and security uh, took him out and um, that was it uh, which you know was pretty good considering that you know in, in, in those situations um, you know <laughs> a lot worse things can happen so that is reported from, from that um, let's go into debuts and comebacks dear Shannon is not here but she is very aware <laughs> and if, especially if you guys remember reading uh, the tumblr or are looking at her twitter the FX is set to come back um, with a new uh, their fourth actually full-length album for Walls which so is supposed to come out on the 27th of October Um, will be 10 tracks. Um, So for some reason, it was a news item that this is going to be EDM, which technically stands for electronic dance music, which to me is like, well, that's what they've always done. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's different types of EDM, so I think maybe people were trying to imply that maybe they'll do different types of EDM, but... I mean, for me, it's like EDM in general, it's, it's like that's what they've been doing.
1: So... I, I don't agree with you. I don't think they've ever done anything that's EDM. I don't know if you've ever actually been to like uh, like a place where they play, like an EDM DJ's really going at it, but nothing about their music is EDM.
2: But it, what, could you not call that like a genre of EDM, honestly? EDM I mean, it's is uh, like. A it,
1: genre, it,
2: it stands for electronic dance music.
1: Yeah, but. That's not. It's not an all-encompassing thing. Like EDM is way different from, like, electronica, which is also electronic dance music. Like, <laughs> but EDM is its own subgenre that has been called EDM, and that's definitely not. None of the stuff they have done is EDM. EDM has its own. It 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 is itself a subgenre of electronic music, so, it doesn't have a subgenre of a subgenre. That's too. You're going too far. I don't think anything they've done is EDM at all. Okay.
2: Well, I, you know, I will, you know, I will admit that I don't know a whole lot about EDM, but I was just like, I figured, for me, electronic dance music is electronic dance music. There
1: are be different
2: types of electronic dance music, but... um... That's
1: electronica, or like electronic music, but EDM is its own subgenre, and there's like... There is a style of EDM and that... EDM is very... Like, nothing about FX is very similar, in my opinion, to the last Terrible Tiara song, and that last Terrible Tiara song is EDM. Like, 100% EDM. It is the most repetitive, like, couple counts beat over and over and over and over and over again for the whole song with no change. Like, that, that's EDM.
2: Okay. See, that was the thing. I was like, they're probably comparing it to the kind of things that tiara does but you know like i said i don't have i'll admit i don't have the you know the most knowledge on it so we'll just we'll see um they've actually ahead of the album release they've had a little art exhibit in a taiwan um with uh various members of uh Each member per day they have been displayed um, so far. I think we've seen Victoria, Crystal, and Luna. Um, They're like stationary photos with like some animation um, on top of it. Actually, it's pretty cool. And um, right, so um, interesting to see. What they end up doing. We'll talk about FX a little more later on. And let's get on to IU. Uh, she has a new mini album called Chat Shire that's coming out on the 23rd, so it should be out today. <laughs> um,
0: this is supposed it's to. It's destroying
3: the, the Melon chart and all the other charts.
2: So, okay, so yes, as, as, as expected, because IU has crazy dedicated fans. And um, also with IU, she will not be um, promoting any of the songs from this Cheshire album from on um, any of the music shows. She's going to be doing a concert tour This she's starting on November the 21st, and she's... Um, she apparently took part in all the composing and the writing and producing of the songs in the mini-album. There's a
1: song with Zion T. Everybody freak out. I'm freaking out. <laughs> what an angel. Sorry, go on.
2: <laughs> no, um, please, go on, because these are the IU fans.
1: Um, no, that's the only thing I care about out of her whole album. I was like, there's a song with Zion T. Shut up. I'm going to go listen well, to it right Well,
2: it's interesting, because... We were talking about earlier how I remember, you know, I didn't know much about IU except, you know, her origins is she was kind of like a social media darling, and she did covers of a lot of, you know, pop songs, and she ended up getting a record deal. She was really young, so she started off doing really fluffy pop songs. And I was saying, like, one of my first, you know, memories of her is, Dancing with a Giant Marshmallow Man. She has a song called Marshmallow. Um, But she's really, you know, as far as, you know, um, an artist and a musician, you know, really went her own way. And, you know, as far as what she, obviously, what she wants to do and how she wants to express herself musically has um, been very clear about that. And, um, it's interesting. And it's interesting that her popularity has not waned at all due to that. You know, is you know, and, you know, then she had the whole scandal with Anuk and all of that mess. And, you know, she's, she's still been able to, I think, I think, in my opinion, kind of, um, been able to stay... stay kind of stay afloat on the strength of being herself and you know, not getting so involved in the idol entertainment look. Mm. To me, I mean, what do you guys think about IU generally? Because I find her an interesting kind of, as, as far as, you know, the K-pop singers go. Because I feel like, you know, each, is, each year goes by, it's like almost like you can, it's like you, you can call her less of one.
3: I mean, when she debuted, she actually did a debut as, with the cutesy concept. She actually had like a darker, more kind of indie-ish, not indie, but she did have a darker image, but um, it totally tanked for her. So that's why they decided to make her go the idol route. By making her cutesy and making her do cutesy songs. Mm. Um, And then, what's that song called? The one that she hit those three octave high notes. Oh, yeah. And then it totally just revamped her. I mean, the song before, because she had a duet song, a duo song with um, Sulong from 2AM. And that song just blew up. And then she had that song, the other song where she sings those high notes, and then she just blew up even more, and so it really changed her image because she stopped, because you know people started taking her, like her vocal, her more seriously as a vocalist and a singer. It's it interesting no that it was her her just
2: like that one song just kind of did it. Yeah. Because I I feel like you can see like the line where she did you know, the more cutesy, bubbly, poppy stuff, and then, then you can see, like, where she's going more into, um, you know, just more varied types of genres, and obviously she's writing and composing and whatnot, her own stuff now.
3: Mm. I mean, yeah, it's not only that she grew a huge fandom, but it's also the fact that she started releasing really music, that um, the public really fell in love with, so she not only gained a big fandom, but she also gained the public's recognition. So that helped her really in be, being like you know that digital monster that she is now, where like her song is released and immediately it's number one, and you know no one else can touch her. Cause right now she's like in the her songs are like the top six, seven songs right now on the charts. Like everything else mm-hmm. just went down. Yeah. Um. I, uh, I
2: don't know. I just came up with the idea. I feel like tayon secretly wants to be her. Uh, maybe
3: uh, <laughs> I don't know.
2: I don't know. Like I feel like you know, with like all of her, like <laughs> I feel like with her new you know solo song and everything, and it feels like she's like ripping off like all of those years of being a Girls' Generation member. I don't know. I feel like she would like. I don't know. I guess get this feeling that she would like to have a career like IU's, where it's like, you know, you don't have all of these expectations and burdens of being an idol, and or you know, you don't have as many, and you have, you know, this dedicated, you know, loving fan base.
3: I mean, it might take her a while though, because you know, Taeon just like as she doesn't. Day, you know, she still went out and did promotions and stuff like that. So, well, you
2: know. yeah, I mean, Taeyeon has a whole different circum has whole different circumstances because she has the whole burden of being an idol, of just being in in Girls' Generation. So, her situation is always going to be different, even though she has been doing well in music shows and has been doing well generally with her her solo debut. So. We'll see. But I've always been intrigued with IU. I always thought her interesting. I always kind of, you know, at first I called her like the Korean Taylor Swift. But I felt like that was kind of an insult to her because (laughs) I consider her more talented than Taylor Swift. So, but I do think in terms of how she's able to kind of command that kind of popularity within being a pop star. She, it, it's kind of similar in a way. I,
1: I think that is a hundred percent accurate assessment of IU and her talents. Personally. (laughs) Okay. What, what sets Taylor Swift and IU apart? They both are songwriters. Taylor Swift has been writing songs longer than she has. Like, (laughs) I I don't. They're both Taylor Swift can sing. Yes, she can. You are full of it. I don't like Taylor Swift, but saying that she can't sing because you don't like her voice is ridiculous. Like, she can sing. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Like, uh, you can admit when somebody you don't like can sing. She can definitely sing. That's like saying Ariana Grande I don't can't, think sing she can... she can't
0: sing. Oh, oh I, don't I don't know, know about that.
1: <laughs> Ariana Grande cannot pronounce. She can definitely sing. <laughs> like... I mean,
2: well, exactly. I agree with that. She can't pronounce her words, but she can sing.
1: Okay. Uh, if you don't think Taylor Swift can sing, that's fine. But I'm sure people can make <laughs> the same argument then for IU because their talent levels are like literally the same.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that, but we we can agree to disagree. But I do find it interesting that you find everything else pretty much, pretty much on 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 cue.
1: They they're the same. They both play guitar. They're songwriters. Like IU can't. The only dance. thing is that IU is
2: probably not as much of a media. She's not really a media mogul type.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm talking about their talent as an artist, not... Yeah, yeah. What I don't like about Taylor Swift is entirely her media presence, like 100% media
2: presence.
1: Like, I dislike her because of the person that she is and the person she tries to pretend to be is what bothers me about her. But as an artist, she just makes, like, very basic hipster white girl music. It's just, I don't know. I use the whole album is very hipster, like it's just so oh, yeah, concept. it
2: is. I mean, her her stuff is is very hipster, but for K-pop, that's that's something different. I mean, within that genre, I, I mean, agree. She that's more interesting. Yeah. So yeah,
3: mm-hmm. no, I kind of don't fully agree with that because. Indie K music has been around for the longest. It's just it's never gotten popular. IU who just brought it to the forefront.
1: But, right, yeah. but that's that's kind of the point, right? Like she's the K pop artist that's bringing indie music to the forefront. Like she's she's a she is a K pop idol that spent most of her life being an idol, and she's only just now trying to take like the indie artist route. So. Mm. So for for that, I think that she does stand alone because indie music and K-pop are very different, in my opinion. But um, so if you take it that way, she is kind of the bridge between the two. Not saying that she's as talented as a lot of the indie artists out there, because she's not. But um, what does set her apart is that she was an idol. You know, she did have the easy road and all that stuff, and then she took it upon herself, or her label took it, whichever. But she is taking it upon herself to try to become like an actual artist and an indie artist and I do respect that she's trying to put her own tone into her music and things like that. Like you could say the same kind of concept for what Gan does solo as opposed to what she does with Brown Eyed Girls. It's very different. She has a very different image and she has a message she wants to get across but she built her fame off being part of Brown Eyed Girls. Like That's the only reason she can do what she does now. So.
2: Okay. All right, some nice discussion about IU. I've been wanting to talk about her for a while. Also, BAP has been dropping teasers with uh, for their November comeback. They had some weird Sudoku-type teaser that they were like had going around, and uh, recently they've had um, some teasers going around with that uh, bunny. Is that called? bunny looking guy, Matoki. That's
3: their characters, yeah.
2: Yeah, they're That's their funny. mascot. They're um, mascot. they've been showing off um teasers with him, so
3: um. Well, they all individually have their own, so it's like there's mm-hmm. one that represents each of one of the members. So oh all yeah, Different names. Yeah. I just can't remember them.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. okay. Apparently, they each have their own individual. Matoki characters. Um, Jong Up, I'm sorry, I, I apologize to B.P fans because I don't really know them um, individually. Um, but Jong Up has uh, Dada Mato and Bang Young Gook's image showing Shisha Mato. I don't know. And then they both tweeted the images with only the hashtags. Hashtag BAP and BAP one five one 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 five, and then they previously had a search puzzle entitled Mato puzzle earlier this month, which had messages to their fans and hints about their album, and they're supposed to be having their comeback showcase at uh, Dongdaemun Design Plaza on November fifteenth. So. BAP fans, if you're in Korea, be at the Dongdaemun Design Plaza on November fifteenth.
1: So did I miss like when they settled their beef with their label and became friends again? What happened?
3: Yeah,
0: I. Pretty
3: much back with
1: them. I'm sorry. What was that?
3: Oh, they're they're back with T.S. Um, what exactly transpired with them and like what changes happened? We don't know because it hasn't been said. But they're back with T.S. and they're gonna have to come back with T.S.
1: All right. <laughs> I just remember being such a big deal, and then all of a sudden they're like, come back! And I was like, wait, I, what? What happened? Did you win? Did you lose? What? No,
3: all I right. No one has released you know, that type of information. So.
1: All right, cool. Well, it's good to have another uh, BTS slash Big Bang slash uh, Monster X slash all those hip-hop groups that all sound alike. So welcome <laughs> back, Bap.
2: Okay, so that's BAP. Also, a um, lot uh, among, it's a lot of people coming back in November. Um, along with BAP, EXID is coming back in November. Um, their management company Yedang Entertainment Sound 21st to EX EXID has been working on their album with the Global November comeback in mind. Their comeback date's not been decided, but they think it's likely going to be in the middle of November. Uh, their comeback song is going to be, of course, a single that is composed by Ellie. And uh, rapper, that's rapper, remember Ellie and Shin Dong Tiger.
1: I'm so and happy. And
2: they're planning to appear on broadcasts.
1: I'm so happy. God bless
0: you. <laughs> I didn't
2: hear you going to say that.
1: I don't even like... I don't know how to react because I'm still really mad that so many people are so upset that they basically came back with the same song again because what? nobody gave nobody well nobody gave a crap. This this is the reason that I'm upset and this is to everybody who is upset that they came out with the same song twice. Nobody gave a shit about them for like 3 years when they were making different music and really trying to find their sound and they finally get success not even based on the song itself. But on, the video, or on a freaking fan cam of one member, that is what blew them up and put their song back in the market. What did you think they were going to do? Go make a song that nobody's going to listen to? Like, of course they're going to make the same song again because it worked. Like, I don't understand what you people want. You want EXID to come back? We'll deal with the, su- the sound that they have now. Or, I don't know, go back and make one of their old songs trend. How about that? Okay, until then, (laughs) shut up, sit down, and enjoy EXID because it's going to be a fun-ass ride. We're all going to have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I'm mad about it. Like, I'm pissed about it. I hate when people do that, when, like, a group gets success on a song, and then people are mad that they go back to that image. What do you expect when you do not have success for years and you finally have a successful song, you're gonna make that song again. But you, you're can, never, try to you can never you can never
2: please fans. You can never please fans. I, but know. I like how you're like and like how you're like mad. an angry chaperone chaperone's like, We're gonna have fun.
1: We're gonna have a because <laughs> that's what happened last time. Everybody was like, Oh yeah, it's the same song, they're all mad and then they get the stages and they're like, Oh, we're all having fun and I was like, Yeah, exactly, because it's gonna be a good time. We're all gonna have fun, okay? <laughs>
2: To me, I mean, obviously there was—I mean, obviously there are similarities. Of course, they're gonna stick to um, what worked the last time. But to me, it felt different enough that you know, I—I liked—I like both I agree. songs. So
1: I think they're very similar. And when people are like, "Oh, it's basically the same song," I was like, "Yeah, you can feel that way." I personally like "Ah um, oh, Yeah" more than I like "Up and Down." So
2: and then you know. And then it's like, well, you know, you have the rest of the mini-album to listen to if you want something different.
1: They've also um, been re-releasing the same song every night and with different names on every <laughs> single mini-album. So I'm waiting for Every Night Part 6 <laughs> coming up <laughs> in this album.
2: But I don't care. I like that. It's a good song. Oh, I
1: love that song. I adore that song. So I I'm cool with it. People, Bring it back.
2: I wish more people would get into, you know, the more...
1: I do hope they do a little bit, di- something a little bit different. I'm cool with the, the rap-heavy that was, ah, um, oh, yeah, because uh, I adore Ellie, so please give me more rap-heavy. But I also do kind of want to see them branch out. I really do like Every Night, and now that they do have some kind of buzz, they could. Um, but I have a feeling we're going to get something a little similar, something a little more fun and upbeat because of the fact that that's kind of what blew them up. But the season... Is the perfect time for them to do something like every night. So we'll see. I mean, they have a really talented vocalist. Um, Hani's really not good, but she's passable if you let her sit down and not have to dance. So well,
2: you know, um, I mean, she's like officially the visual, isn't she? So
1: yeah, but she's also their second, their second singer. So <laughs> it kind of becomes an issue when your visual can't sing and there's. I thought to be there,
2: was there was another girl that did. Um...
1: The the shorter girl. I don't remember her name ever. I think so.
2: Like, she's doesn't get a lot of, like, screen time, but I think she has, like, the second best voice.
1: She hani does. Is... She definitely does. But Hani was the one that was in Day Sunny, which was the subunit, their vocalist unit. excuse me. So she's also, like, the one who gets a lot of the parts and all that stuff. But I don't know. I mean, I have no idea what it's going to be. she's fine. I mean,
2: fine. Be, I, mean so. I just kind of see her as, like, the Sohi of the group as being more of, like, the visual, the good. the you know the person that brings people in sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and and she she's uh cool because she's humble and she knows her like she knows what she does and everything. Oh yeah, and she's and
2: she's, weird. she's a variety queen. She's got a yeah. really good variety personality and all that. Yeah. So so yeah.
1: I'm I'm super happy to see them again. I adore watching EXID. I love those girls. They're so funny and so cute. So I'm I'm excited to have them back. And I also adore Ellie. Like, I will always love her, even though she messed up, and I'm still mad about it. But I still adore her. Everybody makes mistakes, I guess, I'll give I you mean, one. mean, you
2: know, it's just funny if you're a K-pop fan, <laughs> you, you have to come to terms with the problematicness and, yeah, you know, that's kind my, of, make,
1: that's kind my of one. decide
2: where you stand on it.
1: it. That's my one that really comes to mind when I think of, like, I like somebody problematic. It's like, I like Ellie a lot. She's probably the one that I give the free pass to the most, you know. Because I don't really like GD. That's the one that people try to bring on me because I like Big Bang. And I'm like, but I don't like GD. You can't bring this on me. This doesn't hurt me.
2: I mean, when he would say something at the concert, like, when he would speak, and, you know, he never said anything interesting. When he would just speak, it was like... (laughs) He never said anything interesting. It was like the queen was saying something. It's like, shh, GD is speaking. I'm like, okay, you know, because he's so, like, you know, he's so small and stuff, like, in person, but you could kind of tell he's got this weird, like, power, I don't know, supernatural power, where he, like, (laughs) you can, like, feel the arrogance or whatever it is from him, you know. Like,
1: he okay, knows, I but... don't want to talk about Judy anymore. I'm over it. Let's, let's <laughs> go on. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Let's go.
2: Okay, well, the next thing I have on my list is um, there's some good news for people that are rooting for um, Fiesta's Yezzy on I'm Pretty Rap Star 2. Um, she, um, ever since, especially her, uh, free, her song... I don't know if that was a freestyle or not, but when she performed on the show, Crazy Dog, and everything like that, um, she's been getting some calls from the advertising world, and um, her agency, and Tree said that she re- received an offer for a cell phone commercial that only top stars get to film. Um, unfortunately, they had to refuse for various reasons, but they're saying this is obviously a good, you know, um... You know, thing for her potential and they are also saying that her popularity as a result of this show may um, grant her a solo debut before the end of the year and they're hoping that if Yezzy gets a solo debut this year the Fiesta will come back with a new song next year
1: so
3: justice for Fiesta
1: <laughs> yeah for real I'm, I'm glad like personally She's probably the one idol that I've ever seen on like a show that I'm really glad is there because she actually has so much to gain, and like she deserves it in the sense that, like her group doesn't really have any buzz, um, and they're good, they're talented, so yeah. It's like and they've had they've had good music. They kind of push the borders, and that's part of the reason that they're not popular. They're also not from a big label, which hurts them too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, for me, like, personally, I'm glad. She's the one where I'm just, but like... I mean, like, oh, if you've, you've heard, heard the stuff
2: that she's done with, like, Tiger JK and everything, it's it's, it's awesome.
1: Oh, if you listen to Crazy Dog, like, she's fire. She's yeah, really good. I she's mean, very, like, very, very talented. The
2: stuff where she's just, as, like, a member of Fiesta, like, any of her, just, like, the short... All her
1: parts part are good, yeah. Is, yeah.
0: Them,
2: you can tell her, that she's got her skill from that.
1: Yeah, like, Just you can ass. watch her on Unpretty Rap Star. Her part where she lost and had to even perform Crazy Dog was literally the best part when she rapped against Yubin and Sua. In my opinion, she was still better than both of them, but they both have a bigger fan base to support them. I think that it's fine that Yubin got number one, but Sua beating Yeezy, I don't agree with. And then... Her going against the rest of them, and when she performed Crazy Dog, like, she went really hard, and she fought like she wanted to be on that show desperately, and I have a lot of respect for people like that, like, and then her song with uh, Jay was really good, too, her part was super good, so it's just, she's been consistently good upon realizing kind of the moment that she's in. And even, yeah. and even then, in the first episode, like, her flow on the, the full song wasn't bad, where they had everybody. The only issue is that everybody was all going crazy and goo goo Yeah, everyone was just pitches.
2: kind of trying to make a good first impression. Yeah, but I could, you know, you can kind of feel like, I'm thinking about the first episode, you could kind of feel when she came in there, she was like, alright, I'm here to, like, tear shit
1: up. Like, yeah, she came <laughs> in, unlike all the other idols, she came in like, I'm gonna prove that I can be a rapper. Like, I feel like uh Hyo-rin came in kind of like, I want to show this other side of me, and you been kind of came in as like, you know, I want to prove something to people, like, you know, prove I'm not or just... Or
2: I think else. more like she wants to just have more of an opportunity to do more rapping, because I know she said with Wonder Girl, she just doesn't, obviously doesn't get a chance to rap very much, so...
1: Yeah, may- maybe that's it, but but then you have, like, Yazy who came in and was just like, I am going to destroy everything that I see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am coming in like I am an underground rapper because I don't have any fans anyways. It's kind of how she came it's in. It's just it was-
2: interesting because it makes you look at it differently, you know, because I think with the first episode, obviously they tried to make it seem like Yezzy had an attitude problem or something, and then it came out that... Yes, he actually had like a hearing problem, and then people were, you know, turned on. Um, is it Mnet? It does I'm pretty rap star. Um, yeah, yeah. So and and you know, people found out about that, and so they were like, "Oh, well, that's not fair." So I think she's got a lot of people behind her right now. Okay, so um, some more groups making comebacks in November, or are said to make comebacks in November. Uh Icon's little brother group, Uh Winner.
1: Wow, uh, how dare you them. sun I don't, them like that? I don't
2: know what I don't know what they are to them. I don't know.
1: How dare that. you son them like that? Winner came out first, so clearly the older brother. What do you mean?
2: I don't know. I mean, Icon is obviously supposed to be the next Big Bang, but I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who knows nowadays? Um, Winner is supposedly going to make it come back in November. They're going to have double title tracks.
1: You should be glad Noah's not on this freaking podcast. He would eat you alive.
2: (laughs) The winner's circle. The inner circle. Yes.
1: That's that's the (laughs) worst name. I still stand by that. That's so bad. So angry. Inner circle. Get out.
2: (laughs) Double title tracks. They've um, already filmed one MV. Um, They were apparently filming their MVs in Sweden. The title tracks are... Um Socha, soncha hey, hey and baby baby baby. And Vix is also talking about a comeback for November 10th for a full studio album. And um, apparently they're talking about showing their VIx power against the ballad digital charts, powerhouses, um, and, yeah, so they're also set to come back in November. And, um, we've also had some folks come back with MVs lately. Top Bo- top Dog has come back with an uh, album and an MV. Chihun from Super Junior, Go Group Dia, uh... <laughs> I have not watched it, but I heard it's hilarious. A-H-H-A's Hood on Music. Hood? Hood. I think it's Hood. Hood on. I think that's what it's called. Anyway, I have not watched it. That That's the reason why. Um, IU23. Um, Benzino. Break. Zico. Yes or No. Um, I think the envy for Zico is, is a little weird, but the the cap to that is really the um, the art for the single. It is a hot-ass mess. Um, if you have a chance to see the single art for yes or no, um, take a look at it and um, then try to, you know, Erase it from your mind. Um, to
1: never, oh I saw it. it. I <laughs> saw it.
3: <laughs> I am just Everybody so confused. Dr. was bad.
1: Lord have mercy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm just confused by the song itself. It is I become more convinced by the hour that it is the same song that he did on, on
2: Pretty Rap Star for Yuke Dom. Like, it is it's the same. I feel like Zico, I, I, no, I don't, you know what, Haley, I completely, like, mostly believe you because (laughs) Zico, to me, is the type of person that I feel like is, is, loves his, like, the smell of his own shit and believes, (laughs) honestly, that he could, you know, take the same, like, music that he's, you know, that he did you know, I don't know, maybe a few years ago and, and bring it out and, and, you know, use it again and, you know, it doesn't matter if anybody notices or they don't notice, you know, it's, you know, it's still awesome. You know, I, I just, I get this feeling with him, so like...
1: So he's Kanye West? I mean,
2: I, you know what, I mean, I, you said it, but I mean, you know, the mindset... You
0: can't do that.
2: I mean, you know, they have similar. I think they have very similar mindsets in in certain ways. I I I see I see similarities.
1: I don't know. I still wish that Zico would, you know, fall off the highest cliff he could find. So
0: wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, it sure would.
1: <laughs> Mercy. I mean, listen. Like I've said a million times, I'm not saying that he's not talented. I'm saying he's a scumbag. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, no. I mean, oh, there. He's I mean,
1: hyper talented and very. I mean, good think at of. Job. I
2: mean, there are so many people. there talented. They're horrible people.
0: Oh yeah.
1: You
2: need me to start a list. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: there's. Whew, there is a list, and Zico for me right now, in at least in Korean music, he sits right there at the top. He's just, he's him, and, he's just chilling right there, like, yeah, I'm a scumbag. What can I say?
2: <laughs> I mean, I, there's so many. So I you know, like I said, it's, you know, up to people, their fans, maybe some people feel like, you know, oh, well, you know, I feel like I can look beyond that, you know, some people feel like we cannot look beyond that, and, you know, I think with a lot of these celebrities, especially, you know, once they reach a certain point, it's too late for them to hear reason, you know, either you're with them or you're against them. So, uh, I feel like Zico is like that. He's gotten hyped up so much that, you know, either you're, you know, you like Zico, you don't like Zico, I think, I feel like, with him. But, um, you know, I, I generally try to stay away from things Zico related. Um, been pretty successful thus far. Um, except when it comes to this podcast. Um, But yes, uh, Zico is, he's interesting. We also had the debut of JYP's newest Skull group uh, formed from his competition reality show 16 called Twice um, and their new mini album and debut song called Ooh Ah like, uh, and uh, they had an MV, they had this whole countdown, they had a spread in El Korea. Um, I'm just gonna like do like a brief thing, overview of some stuff that was in El Korea because also this kinda helps me remember who everyone is that isn't Momo. Um, so we've got Momo who's 20, and apparently she was, you know, the one that stayed up until all hours of the night practicing, and so she felt like she, maybe that was why JYP <laughs> brought her back. Even though I feel like JYP knew that she was going to be in a group all along, all along, and just did that is, yep. you know.
1: JYP knew up. that Momo was going to be a money maker. That's why Momo is in twice. Stop. Like, listen. <laughs> the only member of twice that I care about and will pay attention to is probably Momo that being said if you're talking about just talent she didn't belong there after her showing on that show I'm sorry like she got brought back
2: because they're like the way she's being presented at least in the El Korea um the El Korea article is as the leader of their dance line she's right and clearly she
1: is like, it's clear that that is what they're going to do with her and that she's going to get the highlights and the dance breaks and stuff. And that's fine and dandy. But, like, the, the point is, like, she didn't belong on that show and that's why she got knocked off. But everybody knew that Momo was going to be in the final group. Like, I feel like even people who were sad that she got kicked off were like, yeah, I can kind of see why. But she's going to be in the final group. Really? Like, I, feel like, I feel like everybody had a lots hope. lots
2: of angry people.
1: I saw – people were angry, though, because their favorites got kicked off. Like, everybody's always going to be angry about something when so, when you're talking about somebody getting kicked off. But before Momo got kicked off, tons of people loved her. Like, people adored her. And then it was like, oh, she performed badly. And people were already making excuses for her bad performances. So, I, would like, when I found out that Momo was kicked off the show, I was like, okay, well, I'm glad I never got invested because that's the only reason I was going to watch. <laughs> like, I'm glad I didn't bother. And then it was like, Momo's back. And I was like – Explain this to me. (laughs) Somebody explain how this happens.
2: So, she is the Hyoyeon of the group, except more popular and, um... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my, uh...
0: Dang, Ash.
2: Her goal is to become someone like Rain or Lee Hyori.
0: Oh my god, Um, I'm dying.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Then there's Mina, who's 19. Um... She's supposed to be uh, kind of quiet and focused. Um, She took ballet, but she quit ballet after getting cast in JYP. Apparently she um, lived in Osaka before coming to Korea. Um, Then we have uh, the one that you guys were talking about, whose name is really hard to pronounce, Zuyu, Zuyu.
1: Just skip it the the young See? person right the super young one. <laughs> she's
2: she's seven, a super young member, seventeen right? yeah
1: she's a um, she's a 99 think about that. all of you people who are around my age because I know there's plenty of people on amona that are like 89 and up. She is a 99 okay 10 years. listen <laughs> Date the I've
2: been talking I mean. to teenagers lately. It's like talking to aliens. I don't even understand
1: exactly. Exactly. Um, I saw people being like, oh, she's so pretty. I was like, how would you communicate with her? Like, think about <laughs> it for a second. She, Her interests and your interests, totally different.
2: So, apparently she came from Taiwan. Um, she came from Taiwan to South Korea. And she said that JYPE personally um, uh, recruited her from her dance academy. So... There's that. Then there's Sana, who's 20. Um, I feel like she's definitely going to be like the uh, visual, um, the uh, personality, whatever, of the group. They're already talking about her eccentric, the lovable charms, her outgoing personality. Um... And then, you know, what not. So, you know, they're, they're obviously looking to make her the, you know, the, the, maybe the face of the group. Uh, Nyan is 21. Uh, something about vitamin C from head to toe. Um, she's she
3: actually, spent time she's, with... Huh? She's the one that's listed as the face of the group, Nayeon. Oh,
2: she is. Oh, okay, okay. So she's the face of the group, okay.
3: Um, well, the thing with this group me. is that everyone finds, everyone, the majority of, like, the public finds all of them really pretty, so a lot of people are like, well, yes, Nayeon is, like, kind of, like, in a way, if the official face of the group, but they're all really pretty, so, like, everyone, in a way, is the face of the group.
1: Which is kind of funny, because I saw some people saying that at least in Korea, um, the maknae was really popular already, and that there was going to be like a push for it. Which is uh, funny because I feel like y- uh, JYP has just a thing for like maknaes. Like all, all of his maknaes are the popular members, are the ones that he ends up pushing his faces. So I wonder if we're gonna get the same. Not yeah, all of them.
0: Isn't which one?
2: The... Oh. Don't worry, uh, I'll wait. Wonder Girls
1: Lim. Lim doesn't really count because wasn't Sohi the original Makne? She was. Okay, still, that's my point. Lim-
3: <laughs> that's Lim- my point. Lim- 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 getting a lot of attention for her looks. A lot of them saying she's gotten really pretty, and so that's... Her well, yes, like, I uh, mean, I If
1: you, I, but if I you take say... the original Wonder Girls, because she's also brand, brand new. Like, if you take the original Wonder Girls, the face of that group was Sohi. The face of Miss A is Suzy. Like, it has been a consistent thing between those two groups. Um, wh- who's the... Who's the Maknae in 2PM? Uh, because I feel like it's the same. Chansung. Yeah, there you go. Like, Chansung was really popular. Not Taekyeon popular, obviously, but he was, he did have his own push. Like, uh, the only one that I would say there's an exception for is, like, Got7. And even then, like, yu is very popular, so... It, the I think only one was...
2: I know from here is Jackson, favorite.
1: so... Okay. Well... He's the variety star. Like <laughs> he kind, of, he didn't get popular for being gorgeous. He got popular for being hilarious. Like you gotta keep that in mind.
2: Okay, so we have Nayeon, he's twenty one, and I from getting the, from this, she's she likes to take care of the younger ones. Um, Jung Yun mm-hmm. is uh, the one. I don't know. She's talking about how she used to be chubby at one point. And, um, I think she was the one that was in JYP for, like, the longest, for, for, or at least one of the longest times. Then we have Jihyo, who is 20. She's, uh, they say on the El Korea article that she is the leader. Um, yeah,
3: she's the one who was in JYP for, like, 10 years. Okay, well, then that J. makes, J.
2: that makes sense then. Um, that makes sense then. And she is, she is the leader and she's the one that's been there forever. Um, Dahyun is 18.
3: Um, she's... Oh. No, I was saying she's my baby girl, but go ahead, go ahead.
2: (laughs) Um, she, uh, had eagle dance and made her famous before debut, captures people her unique charm. Um... She's gentle, and that doesn't bring anything to my mind. Um, and then finally, um, Chae Young, who um, is called a bard for the cute diction and wandering nature of the emotion. Okay, so she's the rapper. Um, <laughs> she was cast from a dance academy, and she now um, she raps. She's she the one
3: that looks like she will F you up at the, like in the street, like, <laughs> that's her. Well,
2: that's funny because she said in the interview that she's working hard to be the cute macnay for the older, macnay for the older members, and I think I'm she's going all right so far.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> her role model is Nicki Minaj, and um, once, and she said, once I watched Girls' Generation perform in the Tokyo Dome, Um, It made me think it would be nice if TWICE could stand on there soon, too. So that's all the members. Um, That was their little ride up in El Korea. And they've, you know, obviously been getting other stuff since their debut was this week. Um, In general, what do we think of TWICE? I think with TWICE, I was not... I mentioned before with their music video, when I first saw their music, music video, their MV, I was not impressed with the song because I was focused on the song and it sounded like just kind of a mess to me. Like, I, I really liked the beginning with the kind of flute sounds and everything, but then after that, it just kind of fell off for me. Watching them perform it actually helped me somewhat because it, it kind of gave me... I like. I feel in general. I like to watch groups perform because it gives me. I feel like a fuller, um, uh, a fuller sense of the group and what they are and what they're capable of, and that's why I think Twice has so much potential because compared especially to the other girl groups that have come out they have been getting so much attention like Lovelies and G Friend and stuff they're going with kind of the innocent and OMG Girls with kind of the innocent pure kind of girl group formula they, they kind of have like um, they, they're not um, you know they're not overly sexual they're not overly tough they're just kind of fun loving and they have and they also, especially um, looking at the MV, they also focus a lot on the girls' um, individual personalities, which is very smart because that's how you build the fan base. You know, especially with girls, you want them to have you know the individual members that they can relate to. And, you know, have them all feel like, oh, you know, they're all girls, they're friends, you know, they all just chill together like normal girls do, you know. And, and, you, and you know, you, you feel them kind of trying to build that in the video, even though, you know, it, it's kind of a Halloween video, they've got the zombies. But even with the zombies, like, it was, you know, they were trying to kind of do something different with that, with, you know, the zombies were almost like an afterthought. Um, And the girls just, you know, use them as props. Um, So I feel like, like I said, um, to me this is JYP's um, girls' generation. (laughs) Whether he meant for it to be or not, um, I think it's his best chance at a girls' generation for JYP at this point. I think that they have the same kind of... Um the same kind of charms that, that SNSD has starting out that could make could make them as as, as successful or, or partially as successful. Um, I, I think it definitely puts them ahead of the other groups at this point, besides being in a bigger company. Um, just having that kind of distinctiveness between the groups and then between the girls and you know that sort of thing. So, what what does everyone else think?
1: No one wants
2: to go first. Or what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, like I thought you loved them twice, Kiara.
3: I do. I thought like maybe you guys wanted to go first, so I just waited. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't I mean, know. I liked them. I'll I'll talk. I'll go. <laughs> I I liked the music video. Um it the chorus sounds a lot like bubble pop to me. Uh I noticed that. But um when I watched their live performance, I wasn't as into it as I was in as I was into the music video. I thought it was less energy. I don't know, maybe all the quick cuts in the music video tricked me or
4: something. But I just like the music video better.
2: I feel like when people see K-pop performers, they either like the music video version of the song or the performance version better. Because there's usually so much, like, I don't know, there's so much disparity between the two. You know... Because yeah. of how, you know, because obviously the music MV is, is filmed a certain way and done a certain way. And then, you know, when they're performing, obviously that's going to be done a certain way. So, yeah, there's not as much, like, they're not, like, doing as much, you know, they're just doing choreography, basically. Um, yeah. And the choreography for the song is not really that exciting um, in general. Other than the the dance break, so. Yeah. Yeah. Kiara,
3: Tim. Do
1: you wanna go first, Kiara?
3: Yeah, I'll go. Um, I actually loved the song the first time I heard it. Um, cause I just think, in a way, it's not like the most amazing song. But I did think it felt like a fresh of breath air for how currently a lot of the girl groups on my Like, I mean, I love the cutesy concepts, and I love it. I'm enjoying it. But it's also, like, just nice to hear something different going on right now with the newer girl, girl groups that are that have debuted in the past year. Um, I mean, I didn't watch 16 when it was going on because, in the end, I wanted to avoid the drama that was... That in, I knew it was going to happen and did happen. And so I was just like, I'll just be here for when they debut. And I'll see what they have to offer me once they debut. And I mean, I don't feel like their full talent is there just yet. Um, but I do understand why they debuted the girls so fast. Because you don't want to lose that momentum of the popularity right. of the show. So, I mean, they could have waited for these girls to get even more, like, build their talent a bit more. But it's like, why risk? You know, it's not like they're in, you know, like, YG, you know, how YG took forever to debut Icon. It's because I... Because they're guys, and it's so much different. Because people mm-hmm. can quickly lose, uh, you know, a focus or attention on girl groups, and waiting for them to debut. Yep. Um, so... I mean, I don't think they're bad. Actually, I've I've been watching their live performances. I saw music. Well, I watched their um, showcase, and I saw the M Countdown performances, and I saw yesterday's uh, Music Bank performances. And I mean, I think they're just really cute, and for just debuted girl group, I don't think they're that bad at all.
0: I don't would know, you think um,
3: them
2: compared, like, or would you compare them to, like, say, Lovelies and G Friends, who are getting a lot of attention right now?
3: I mean, they're also Twice is also cutesy, but a different form of cutesy compared to them. Um, I don't know, like,
2: hmm. I mean, just personally, like. Even personally, like it doesn't have to be, you know, I mean, based on anything. It could just be like I don't like you know, <laughs> you know, you can just say either way. I just, I just feel like because you've got, you know, kind of like all of a sudden a a, a huge spate of like high number of girl groups coming out, and you've got Lovelies and G Friends are already kind of rivals, and you've got OMG Girls and now you've got Twice and I didn't even realize that Twice had so many members until they came out um so but then like I said you can see how different Twice is from is in concept at least from the other girls but
3: yeah and I mean I feel like with the general public so far I feel like people have been more positive towards Twice compared to the other girl groups like, off the mark. I think it has to do with the fact that they're just really pretty. So, people are like, wow, they're so pretty. Um, but, I don't but
2: know. But I think it's interesting, too, because with their whole concept, like, one thing I noticed with their with their whole kind of concept that they're doing, like I said, I feel like their sister group they GOT7, they try to make them more individualistic. Whereas with, like, Lovelies and GFriend, they have more of a, um schoolgirl, you know,
3: uniform look, you know? Well, I don't ever expect a girl group from JYP to ever have that type of (laughs) concept, so... Yeah. um.
2: Well, I'm I'm just saying, like, it just makes you think, you know, because people always say, oh, well, you know, the Korean public is gonna like this sort of thing better or that sort of thing better, but, I mean, the thing with, like, I feel like the thing that made Girls' Generation one of the things that made them so popular is the fact that, you know, people felt that like each girl was an individual and it has something different about her and they all came together and formed this you know, whatever I mean, whether you think that's from you their know, debut valid or not, but you know, everybody oh, wait.
3: are you talking about Sonia Shade during their debut era or,
2: or just in general. Because, I mean, the debut era may be a little bit different. I never
3: got that feeling from them.
0: Yeah, the debut
2: era may have been a bit different. But, I mean, I think in general, as far as when they became established, you know, people, you know, kind of felt like, oh, you know, each girl is different. She's got her own thing and she brings something different to the group and this and this. I think that only helps, you know than opposed to like lovelies and G friend where I don't really know I don't I just honestly don't know any of the girls from, from any of the others and they're all kind of you know they have this kind of uniform I mean they're like a monolith and I think I mean that's part of I think that's part of their that's part of their, their charm, look. Pretty much. yeah. Yeah, that's part of their look because they look the same and they act the same. But at the same time, it's very impersonal and it makes them, you know, it, it keeps a distance somehow. I don't know.
3: And, uh, whatever. I mean, in the end, I I'm enjoying twice. I'm gonna be watching all their comeback stages and everything. Um, but I don't know, I feel like. With time we'll hopefully, you know, we'll see even the continue this type of concept, but you know, they just tune it up a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for them. I love them. They're adorable. They're my babies. So <laughs> Tim.
1: Um, I, I'm I don't really wanna like this group because they're so young. Uh it it really Again, like I, I, stress this ninety-nine liner being in there, but really, like this is when I realize maybe I'm too old for K-pop. Is when there's somebody who's 10 you can just
2: like them as like kids, be like, oh, there is
1: I wouldn't like watch a school. teacher. That's, that's kind of <laughs> what I'm trying to say here is that, um, no, like this song doesn't particularly bother me. And I did like Momo from, like, when I watched the stuff about her and stuff. Like, I do like her. I like her parts in the music video a lot. She also wears a Bulls jersey, and I like the Chicago Bulls, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to like them. That's just the way it works. But um, I don't know. Like, for me, the song doesn't really hit anything that I like particularly. It's not bad. It's definitely my favorite of the other lackluster girl group debuts. Um, but... And, like, they're kind of the one that I wish was more popular than the other ones, and maybe that's what's going to come to play. That'll be fine for me, personally, um, because I do like them more. Um, But I thought the music video was kind of weird. Like, it was fun, and it was quirky. And I think that after watching their live performance, because I'm kind of with Haley here, I don't really... It didn't do anything for me. Um, The fact that, like majority of them lip-synced on M Countdown really bothered me, and the fact that both of the members that I want to like a lot didn't really do their part at all, vocally, bothers me. That will all—that's always a pet peeve of mine, though. Um, and then I realized that they just debuted, and I realized also that God Seven, who I really love, also did the same thing. So I'm kind—I'm of, going to give them a pass. Like they're going to get a hard pass for this set of promotions, and I'm going to curiously wait to see what they do next. Um, but I don't know, there's potential. I mean, I thought I thought they were fun, you know, like watching the music video was really cool because you got to see their personality and that's really rare for girl groups, like to really see a shocking personality because their song isn't particularly sexy and it's not particularly cute and it's not particularly like this fake hip-hop, which tends to be, like, what girl groups do. They either are G-friend or they're evil or they're, you know, like, some sexy stellar type concept just toned down. Like, that's generally what you get, right? Um, But this is kind of in the middle of all of it, and it's kind of like they tried to do something unique and different, and I like that. I really appreciate that. It's kind of what I expected JYP to do, so I'm even more happy that I did get that. Um, But I don't know. Like they just don't stand out to me. Um, but I also don't really dig girl groups very much. So I mean that might be part of it. Um, so I'm not gonna, you know, harp on them too hard for it. I'm curious to see what they do beyond this. I think they're. I think them being on JYP is good. Um, I love everything Miss A has done, so I'm hoping that maybe somebody from JYP goes, hey, let's give them a good song. (laughs) Let's give them something solid. Um, Because I think that they could pull it off. I really enjoy the dance break. um, And I do like how they perform the choreography. I just wish they were more... I wish on stage they had more stage presence. Like, I wish they felt more lively doing this good They're Not good, but this choreography. um, Because there's a lot of opening for it to be very... Uh, charismatic. It's yeah. it, it reminds me of something easy that Mamamoo would do. Uh, obviously, it's harder than anything they would ever do, but it reminds me yeah. of something easy in that sense, where you have a lot of opening to do something exciting or do something um, that sets you apart from the other groups. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it. So I'm yeah. I'm curious. I do think they are the best girl group to debut this year, personally. Like they're the only one that caught my eye at all.
0: Okay.
2: Any other thoughts on Twice? Love Twice them. is nice. Watch I just, I really, I really dug their. Um, I just really dug their um, in that stage with the pumpkins and the Halloween theme. I was just like Halloween. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really feeling their cheerleader,
3: their cheerleaderish song <laughs> that, have been, that they're promoting for their debut week. It's cute. Oh, I the like other song, song?
1: Yeah, I like the other song that they're doing better.
3: It's okay. I you know it's funny. Uh, that's the JYP song. <laughs> Everyone was happy have. that they were. I like remote. that one better.
0: Everyone,
3: yeah. everyone's happy but like, oh, they're not debuting with the JYP song. Oh, good. And then it's just like, well, the JYP song is a bit more better, but okay.
1: <laughs> it's more. It's more um like appealing to the ears, in my opinion. Like it. It's not super different, but it's a, it's a better. I don't know. I like it more. I don't know. It stands out more to me when I hear it. I'm like, oh, I like this. Okay. All right. Yeah. This could be a jam that I comes think, on think.
2: Um, I think, speaking as far as, as business-wise, they probably heard it and was like, this is not mainstream. So they were like, even if this song is not as good as that one, they were like, it's a mainstream song, you know. Like, you know is is as mainstream as you can possibly get without you know being extremely mainstream okay so we were also going to focus on FX Um, we already mentioned that they are set to um, debut soon Um, our dear friend Shannon has um, not. Um, you,
1: hold on, timeout. Did you say debut? <laughs> she did. <Yeah. laughs> How did you not debut.
2: I mean, come back. Sorry, making their comeback. Kind of like
3: a debut, but you know. I
0: mean, debuting is Throw four. Oh, shade.
3: See All of <laughs> these.
0: It. it.
2: Debuting is four. Hello, um, <laughs> but um, as as there's not a whole lot there's not a whole lot of information on uh, not more than we've already discussed on FX uh, prior to their comeback um, obviously Shannon is the super FX fan um, so wanted her, she might do her own she, she might do her own thing about, about this I don't know so um I don't think I'll spend too much... uh, I'm not planning to spend too much time on um, FX as obviously they're just uh, releasing teasers right now and obviously have not officially come back as of yet. But does anyone have any opinions on what they've seen so far? I know that a a demo leaked and some people, you know, there's some... Consternation as to whether it's a it's a valid demo or not. Um,
3: I don't feel comfortable talking about FX if Shannon is not here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, imagine, I don't really have an opinion because I feel like I haven't really seen much of anything yet to so really. I mean,
2: like I opinion. said, there's not really. The, I mean, there's not really a lot there just hasn't really been a lot released other than what we talked about already the, about the art exhibit um the EDM thing um they're they they have released uh, the names of the the 10 songs but i mean that doesn't really tell you very much there's um rumors that they bought a a uh, song from Carly Rae Jepsen does she wrote for emotion that she wasn't really even plenty to put on the album as she recorded and did, that essentially is about masturbation, and uh, there's rumors that they bought the song and we all know what, you know, they're going to do with it, um, if they're going to, you know, change it up or
1: make it a song that sounds vaguely about jizzing on people? I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what ice cream cake sounds like. I'm just saying.
0: Like,
1: oh. I'm just calling it like it is. Tell me that song does not sound like a sexual innuendo.
0: Oh my god.
2: I mean, it is, but I mean they <laughs> act you. like it's not.
1: be considered crazy.
2: Well, oh, Ye- because what Yezzy, Ye- Ye- whatever her name is, joined the group, so they have to act like <laughs> Yezzy.
1: Yay?
0: <laughs>
1: Yezzy Ye- <laughs> Ye- Ye- <laughs> joined
2: the, Ye- the- group. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. So, that's what we have so far. Um, their album is not set to be released until the 27th, so... Um, hopefully you will hear from Shannon, I'm sure you will hear from Shannon in some ways she performed by then, if not on that day. Um, uh, meanwhile, Shannon, we miss you, wish you could have been here today so we could talk about FX, but, um, let's get, I guess, to one more thing, until um, before we leave, Mellon is having their, uh, music awards. The 2015 Melon Music Awards. Um, they've already chosen the top 10 artist awards. And so, according to the rules, uh, since they're the top 10, they already get uh, uh, Bonsing, um, which is based on the criteria of 80% digital sales and 20% online voting. Um, yeah i mean everyone knows this this all of this stuff is going to be contrived but anyway um uh so you, we've got you know the top 10 who are a pink big bang exo sani zayn i
1: i'm so shiny, happy <laughs>
2: shiny Sonoshide, sister um Toy and toy, yeah. oh, what's the name? Toy, toy. Okay, toy. Yes, toy. Okay, oh, okay, toy, toy. Um, and Hukyo. Um, so those are the top ten. So they're guaranteed a bun, Then we have um, uh, the categories which are. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out. Um, there's a lot. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a lot, and we're not even gonna we're not even to go over all of them. But um, if our criteria big break, breakdown artist, album, song, and newcomer are 70% digital and 30% vote, Not as in 40% digital sales and 60% vote. Almost everything else is a combination of 40% digital sales. 30% judges panel and 30% popular vote, except Songwriter and NBC, which is 100% judges, so none of it makes sense. Um, Lizzie from Orange Caramel is nominated for Best Trot Song with I'm Not an Easy Girl. Um, oh, that's
3: nice.
2: That's nice <laughs> for
0: her. Yeah, like, oh, Lizzy.
2: Yeah, well... Um, <laughs> Here's an interesting thing I like to see. Um, best international pop song. I'm surprised that uh, Maroon 5 is not nominated. Oh. Um, Uptown... that concept
1: that they canceled, dude. They're mad <laughs>
0: about it. Oh, I bet that has something to do with it.
2: It might. Who knows? They, they were angered a lot of people there. Uptown Funk featuring Bruno Mars. Um... Which is technically by Mark Ronson. Steminate you mean R-
1: uh, All Gold Everything by Trinidad James? Is that what you mean? <laughs> I
2: it's really like you. It's a by sample. <laughs> See You Again by Charlie Puth um, slash Wiz Khalifa. Love Me Like You Do, Ellie Goulding. And Worth It by Fifth Harmony. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Haley, are you more of a Little Mix fan? Please I yes. am definitely oh a Little Mix fan. Yay! Oh
0: my God!
1: God. God. Haley, what <laughs> are you
2: I'm so glad there's what another mixer on this podcast. I oh my God! Guys. Don't
1: say that. This is like this is yes! inner circle all over again. We're mixers. I,
2: I... Don't hate. Those <laughs> girls can sing. They can yes. sing better than like 90% of the K-pop girl groups out there. So don't hate. Um, <laughs> okay, best rock song, Sea and Blue is nominated for uh, the song Cinderella, Nell is nominated for Green Nocturne, um, best R&B soul song, uh, Crush is nominated for Oasis fe- featuring Zico of Block B.
1: For Awkward, 19- you mean? Huh? For awkward his stolen plagiarized song. <laughs> 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 Let's just talk about all the plagiarism that exists right now on this chart. Like
2: <laughs> Listen, there's a lot in general. One of the main com- was it CG C J and M is being like investigated for plagiarism. So Good. we we don't we we all know it it's there. Main pro- main thing is fifteen and is nominated for Love is Madness. Woo!
1: Between Conto
2: of Troy. Is that not even awesome like a group song. anymore? Fifteen and.
1: Yeah. Yes. Didn't that one girl leave? No. No, still she's there. doing oh, okay.
2: solo stuff, but they're still together. Oh, okay. And Bumkey is uh, nominated for My Everything.
1: Which is a shocker after his scandal, but God bless. <laughs> <Best> <laughs> God bless rap that song. Angelic
2: Best word. rap song. We have Fire. Featuring Jinsale of Mad Soul Child by Mad Clown. Angel by MFBTY. Woo! You Don't Know by Loco. Love Mash by MC Mong. And I don't know how you pronounce this, but it's four S's. S-S-S-S. By Dynamic Duo and Lena Park. Best Dance Song is I, um, I Need You by Bangtan Boys. Uh, um, Oh, Ah, Yeah by Mama Moo. Ice Cream Cake by Red Velvet. Deja Vu woo. by Zhang Hun.
0: Zero Deja Vu! 19, woo! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Zero for Conduct by Bastards. Ah, Yeah by EXID. Heart Attack by AOA. Tell Me Once, Jinny Sean. Only You, Miss A. Who's Your Mama? Uh, JYP. Or JYP. Is it J.Y.P.?
3: Yeah,
2: J R P. Okay. Um, best ballad Song, Happy Together Park, Kyo Shin, Shouldn't Have, Baekhyun. Young, um, Two Lovers, featuring Matt Clown, da Vici, um, and also two songs by Hukok, Hukok and Noel. Um, best OST, um... Zico is now uh, Sojin and Zico are nominated for a song together. Um, I don't recognize anyone else on here. <laughs> um, Hot Trend Award: uh, Leon uh, by IU and Park Moon Soo from Infinity Challenge. Fear by Minho from Show Me the Money Four. Um, <sighs> pray for me. Uh, Sa Sadang ha Su ha Su sa ha by Kim Young-Woo. This is from something from Masked Singer. I apologize for the, 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 yeah, I was trying to pronounce it, but, um, and then, I'm not even going to try and pronounce this. Um, this is another song from, uh, a singer from K-Pop Star 4. And then, Puss from Jimin, of AOA and Iron from I'm Pretty Rap Star. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Popularity Award. Love Me Right. EXO. Who's going to win? Bang, Bang, Bang. Big Bang. Bad by Infinite. Yay by Beast. View by Shiny. Remember by A Pink. My Type by Icon. Lionheart by SNSD. Newcomer Award Icon. G Friend 17, please Monster X, Oh My Girl, CLC, In Flying, Up Up-tension, Tension, I think is how you say it. Okay, I, I don't even know. I'm like, why is there a 10 in the middle of that word? Because um, there's 10 members. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and Sonamu, Song of the Year. Call Me Baby, EXO, Bang Bang Bang, Big Bang, Love, A Pink, Ice Cream Cake, Red Velvet, Heart, IU, Ah Yeah, EXID, Heart Attack, AOA, Comes and Goes, Pick Yo, Shouldn't Have, Bake A Young, Shake It, Sister, Two Lovers, Da Only You, Miss A, Snow of April, He We You, San E, Fire, Mad Clown, Who's Your Mama, JYP, Your Voice, Noel. Album of the Year, Exodus, EXO, M, Big Bang. Um, keep in mind, M has technically not been uh, released as a full album yet, so that's kind of interesting. Odd by Shiny, Pink Love, A Pink, 22, Hikyo, Da Capo, Toy, Shake It, Sister, Hug, Da Vici. 3.0, 10 centimeters. The boy who cried wolf. Son E. Artist of the year: EXO, Big Bang, Shiny, A Pink, SNSD, Hyukyo, Zayn T, Toy, Sistar, Sunny. And then I think did I, I already mentioned the Rookie of the Year award. So okay. So that's everybody that's nominated <laughs> um, with their crazy um, voting system. Um, I'm surprised the star got so many nominations. I mean, I know Shake It did pretty well, but I don't know. Pretty well. <laughs>
4: what do you want it
2: to do? I mean, it did, but I. Uh, okay. It, I mean, you guys have anything to say about the nominations other than EXO will win everything that they're nominated for?
3: I just want 17. To pull
0: through
1: for that Keep rookie dreaming. award.
0: I know, I know. I They're not even going to be it.
1: G-Friend. I don't know why everybody. I know,
0: I know. I looked at it and it's like
2: Icon, G-Friend, 17 in third place. It's just.
0: It's when shame. You...
1: Oh. This, this is the thing. When you brought it up and even mentioned it, I was like, okay, I kind of see it. And then, like, I thought about it and I was like, wait, why does it matter? Because G-Friend's going to be... Seventeen. I don't know if Well, if it's much. like
0: it a so boy angry. rookie award and a girl rookie award, like i But it's not.
1: It's gonna be just a uh, the rookie. Yeah, for Emily. Yeah, yeah, they, I yeah. yeah for
2: the other... rookie. Uh, the rookie nominees are Icon, G Friend, Seventeen, Lovelies, Monster X, Oh My Girl, CLC, In Flying, Uptention and Sonamu.
1: If I just G- I don't understand why people are so upset when I don't think there was any shot at Seventeen beating GFriend unless it was boy girl which this one wasn't.
2: If GFriend wins, I don't care. I just don't want Icon to win.
1: Well, <laughs> no, Icon's gonna win. I don't.
2: <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it it may not. I mean, because you know YG's always got beef with like one television company or another. So sometimes you know.
3: This is Definitely melon, which this is just like the chart.
2: Pretty much.
3: Yeah, not this
1: a... one's pretty fair, unlike the other ones. The other ones. Are I pretty can't
2: splattered. even keep
3: track, uh,
2: to be quite honest. Like I think
1: what... melon's the fair one, and then I know that Mama is uh, all about YG, or they used to be, anyways. They might not <laughs> be anymore.
3: Whoever they're fighting with, this, you will not win. It's just that's how it goes. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't go, then you don't win your award.
2: <laughs> yeah that's what I was like one of them is like if you don't show
3: up then you
2: automatically
3: forfeit your chances of winning I think it's all of them except like the <laughs> the, 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 the 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 end of the year ones like the
0: SBS. cause they were talking NBC
2: about whether CBS Big Bang ones. would even show up at like any of them and I'm like well <laughs> 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 they're gonna win at least something so they gotta show up at, at least one of them
1: Big Bang will be at one because they always take over. YG always takes over one of the music shows. Like, that's just how it works.
3: Most likely it'll be Melon because Melon also does the monthly award, like, the song that did the best per month. And uh-huh. so Big Bang is going to be racking up a bunch of them, so.
2: Okay. All right. Well, that's what we have to look forward to.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's from, uh, from the nominees, it sounds like pretty. It pretty much sounds legit. Those these are the songs and artists have pretty much done well and trended this year. So,
2: well, yeah. I mean, generally, it's it, there's not really anybody that's like, what are they doing there? I mean, everyone that's nominated are, they're pretty much everyone that has done well on the charts. So. I mean, it's just, it comes down to their whole voting system. I don't, I, I, you know, I don't do well with numbers anyway, so for me to look at that whole voting system percentage thing, I'm just like, whatever, you know, you do you. <laughs> um, uh, before we um, close out, I do want to leave um, with uh, one last thing. I think it's good for me to leave with this story because it's a nice um, kind of cautionary tale to others, um, especially since we talk about K pop a lot. Um, and I think it's interesting whenever you get a chance to talk to ex members of groups to hear them talk about it. It's usually the same things, but it's still interesting to hear from them, especially when it's a group that I actually remember. Um, uh, recently, ex-SCARF member, um, yes, the name of the group is SCARF, I do remember them. I think they came out like last spring or summer or something. Um, she gave an interview to the New Paper, ex-SCARF member Ferlin Wong, and um, she was saying basically to K-pop boot camp wannabes to not expect too much. She said, um, "Ferlin Wong, basically was part of Scarf, which was five girls. Uh, she's 23 years old. 23 years old, and she spent four years chasing her dream and soul after being selected for Scarf, an open call audition by Alpha Entertainment in 2011. She left her group last September, citing reasons such as." not being able to fit into Scarf's Sweetie Pie concept, and not being able to voice their own opinions to pursue a solo career. Wong released her first solo album first in January. And then she said, I strongly suggest that they use this money to invest in classes in Singapore which are more affordable and effective in the long run, which I guess is what she's saying concerning what I'm going to say next. Um, the new paper reported that a parent is spending about U.S. amount three thousand eight hundred dollars on a 15-year-old daughter per se to join a boot camp, one of these like K-pop boot camps in South Korea. You know, and then everyone knows they're trained by record labels and they attend auditions and whatnot, and Wong said in her interview that while aspiring stars may get a taste of the regimental lifestyle, she has high doubts that they know the real harshness. I mean, she said, how long can the boot camp be? A few weeks. If that's the case, they won't be able to experience the full course meal, which I had. They'll likely be just be trying the appetizers. Not being able to fully understand Korean might be a good thing for them. At least they won't be getting the full impact of the insults, or rather verbal abuse, which was something I was unprepared for. Her mom was called by a Korean manager because Wong was allegedly too opinionated. She said, My manager told my mom off, saying she should have taught her daughter better and that her daughter is not living the way a proper human being should, said Wong. Wong's manager also allegedly scolded her, saying she will never succeed in anything she does. Um, Wong said... Uh, three thousand eight hundred dollars is not small. Some kids might not understand that their parents work hard for, to earn that money. Um, yes, you do. Once you go to college, um, in fact, it's a high chance that the camp fees might be the monthly income of their household. I strongly suggested they use this money to invest in classes in Singapore, which are more affordable and effective in the long run. Um, she explained that while the camp might be beneficial for character building, toughening up, and experiencing a new culture. It would not be useful in terms of picking up skills due to sh- its short duration and lack of continuity. Um, she recommended, you know, the typical things, exchange programs in schools, church camps, which are free. Um, she said, Wong also said, she's the people who sign up, they're blessed and lucky to have parents who are supportive. I advise them not to expect too much out of it and just enjoy and learn as much as they can. Um, I hope they are motivated by passion towards the art and not just blind passion about being a celebrity and being famous. So, yeah. Nothing totally new, but, you know, still I feel like it's interesting since I do remember Scarf. And I don't remember her in particular, but I do remember Scarf. And I think it's interesting how she didn't really understand Korean But um, that was probably maybe better for her because she didn't understand what was being said, you know, when she was being fussed at and what name she was being called Um, (laughs) for being too opinionated. Um, That only makes me wonder how they handle, like, American, like, say, Korean Americans or things like, or people from Canada that, you know, are.
1: Well, I think that's that's part of the reason that Americans have such a, or American idols anyways, are are walking on such a tottery, like teeter-totter kind of floor because, you know, the the rumor has always been that they're very opinionated, they're very, you know, uh, open about expressing their unhappiness with things. And that's why a lot of... Uh, American members of groups have gotten bad reputations or things like that before even we get to know them and fans get to know them and decide if they have such a bad reputation or not. I mean, um, I think it's also part of the reason that when you see an American get in trouble or do something wrong, you get a lot of, like, uh, people who are instantly like, get out of Korea then, you know? Like, people are so quick. Like, when Brian Jew had his scandal, people were so quick quick to be like get the hell out of Korea then you know like that's it you there's no comeback because you're an American you're not a Korean to them they instantly go to that logic so and that is still a pervasive thing in that in that idol world you know I don't think it's a pervasive thing in Korean culture in general I wouldn't generalize them all like that but it's clear that idols especially American idols kind of walk on uh, a very careful little border I mean we get to enjoy men and see her while out and have a good time, right? But everybody does remember the fact that the minute she was about to come out, they brought all her scandals back up and the fact that she tried to run away and all this and all that, like everything about her. Instantly they brought it up and the first thing they blamed it on was the fact that she went to America to go train. And they basically were like, yo, look at how America taints artists and taints Koreans and all this stuff. Like it's so quick, so, so quick to do that. So it's not that surprising to me that they have kind of the stigma about foreigners you know we've all known it we you know you hear about it you kinda see the way they treat the Chinese members Um, American members aren't generally the most popular those kind of things Uh, while they are popular on the Western end of things they're not necessarily popular in Korea unless they're funny or interesting in in some sort of way Min was kind of an anomaly because she actually managed to battle her scandals by being hilarious on TV and people love to see her Um, but not all people can do that especially not all Americans So it's not that surprising to me, and, you know, I think she's kind of showing more people, like, this idol world that you're glorifying and that people see as so beautiful really isn't very nice. (laughs) Like, she's not even going into the scandals we often hear about and talk about, which are, like, the scandals of people possibly being used and abused in certain kind of ways and things like that. Like, she didn't even have to go into that, and she still got across the message that, like, this is hard and the training is so hard and uh, it's so expensive and so difficult to get past. Like, she got to express that without even going into the deeper, more terrible kind of things. Like, verbal abuse is bad, but she didn't even have to go into the physical abuse about it, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, without going into too much detail because I don't have the article in front of me, but a – I guess a broth, uh, brothel in South Korea was recently um, busted up by the police, and um, there was was word from um, some media outlets that there were several, according to them, former actresses and former girl group members that were working at that brothel.
1: That's crazy. So, Crazy to imagine. I saw the, the thing about a brothel, but I didn't read more into it, so that, I don't know, it's something else.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, you think about, I mean, you think about how Hollywood is in America, I mean, it's not that much different in other countries. I mean, how, you know, what happens, you have so many people vying for these same, you know, opportunities, and there's, you know, not a whole lot of, you know a lot of opportunities and it's a lot of luck involved
1: yeah and and I see that but I mean there's no denying that the uh, availability of social media in America and especially the uh, growing feminist movement in a very good way is sort of trying to knock down that wall in Hollywood where it's like you know people are kind of doing whatever they can oh, to, yes. to I become mean, famous. And, but and you don't have that in terms, Korea. That's the problem, you know. That's yeah. more what I'm trying to say. Is like in, here in America, we have it rough, and women especially have it super rough to break into a celebrity world. Um, but they, they can't even say they have it as rough as some of the other people. Like, there's cultures where women aren't even respected still to this day. Like, they're just meat. They're just cattle, you know? And, like, in Korea, especially when you see kind of how idols are treated, it doesn't seem that Different, like obviously, I'm not saying that it's the same as like the the, the way um Afghan women have to, yeah, are treated, but there it's are, very
2: there are differences.
1: Right, are it's differences. it's very it's very clear that they're kind of seen as accessories even in Korea, and they are not highly as val or they're not as highly valued as male idols, and that's probably in large part due to the fact that male idols make more money. But regardless, like you can tell that they are not treated the way. People should be like yeah. they're people. I mean, there they are, more than there
2: that. are gender disparities in South Korea that are not um, present in the U.S. I mean that right. is true. So, okay, one last thing before we leave. Um, Park Bomb was spotted at the YG building on the 19th of this month. Someone caught exclusive video of her leaving the building, and it's proof that she is alive.
1: I'm going to interrupt you, Ash. We're going to yeah. skip talking about Park Bomb because no one cares, and we're going to talk about FX because Shannon has joined us. Shannon! Say hello, everybody.
0: Hey, guys. where have you been? Drinking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, this is going to be great. You joined was, this okay, Halloween?
2: Oh, we, like, like, we skipped FX almost completely because we were like, Shannon's not here to talk about this.
4: I meant to show up, but then there was a girl that was drunker than me, and it was too much fun, and I forgot. And then I had more sangria, and then she was even <laughs> better because then she started talking about gumdrop nipples, and then it was
1: done. Oh Lord, have mercy!
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> was <a> whole discussion <laughs> on Skittles versus gumdrop nipples, and who had what? It was good times.
1: Oh, this is gonna be wild.
4: <laughs>
2: okay, Shannon. So we haven't really talked about a whole lot today. Just some debuts and
4: um, that nobody cares about. Yeah, good? yeah.
2: And, and come um comebacks other than FX that you don't care about. No. Um, so but we we were waiting for you for FX. Mm-hmm. So the information that we have on FX, I'm just going to to break to break it down and then let you give your opinion and what you think about FX. I'm ready. So we've got, they've got their whole art exhibit, and they're releasing visual teasers. I think they've released them for everyone but Amber at this point.
4: Right? At this point, yes. Amber yeah. is still yet to come, but it's going to be the hipsterist. Okay. Is that a word, hipsterist? I don't even know anymore.
2: Um, hipsterist, yeah. Hipster, yeah. Well, the whole group is, is hipster. Um, their entire... They're uh, ten um ten song album it has been the songs have been released. Um the songs have been released as four well the whole album is called Four Walls. So we have Four Walls, Glitter, Deja Vu, X, Rude Love, Diamond, Traveler, Poppy, Cash Me Out, and When I'm Alone.
4: So um, fucking excited for Cash Me th- Out. You don't even know. You don't even know. I've been waiting for and
2: that for years. I, I did mention this before you came here, that there's a rumor that FX may have been uh, an a- the Asian group that brought the rights to a song that Carly Rae Jepsen recorded for her album Emotion that didn't make the cut that is supposedly about masturbation. And she did it knowing that it wouldn't be on the album, but then she was like, well, these Chinese this Chinese group decided to... to, to um, to buy it, and she was like, oh, she's like, well, I wonder if you know what it means, and she was like, well, I'm sure they'll be able to, you know, do it or whatever, so.
4: It'll be about gumdrop nipples, everyone loves gumdrop nipples.
2: (laughs) And so, and then there's the whole thing about them being EDM, and Tim and I had this whole thing about what EDM actually means, and I'm like, they've been doing electronic music this whole time, and he's like, you know, EDM is more like what Tiara tends to do. So
1: no, what Tiara's last song was, I said. What explicitly. their
2: last song was. <laughs> okay, okay, um, what their last song was, and this they're saying that their new album for Walls is supposed to be more EDM. So what do, you, what do you, so Shannon, mm-hmm. considering all this news that's come out on FX and their new album coming out in just a few days, 27th.
4: What are your thoughts? My thoughts are Titanic. Like, I am ready for this. This is, like, this album is going to be, like, when Rose was, like, super high and, like, in love with Jack right so before the Titanic before. crashes.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to say, so it's not the iceberg in the crash. No, <laughs> no, 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 it's right
4: before, and then, gotcha. like, when they stop promoting in a week, that'll be the crash because it's coming. Oh, I, 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 I so it's, like, it, in the car. I'm living live in the high.
1: Live... Oh, you're in the... Ooh... I'm gonna live
4: I with, like, you the sex like, and the paint me like are... one of your French girls for the next two weeks.
2: <laughs> i everyone, you were so braveheart about this because you're like, we're riding in the battle with FX and we're gonna be there when everyone is slayed and, and dead and gone and we'll be with them till the end. Like, it's just...
4: <laughs> Listen, I know that the end is coming and I'm gonna pretend it's not coming and I'm gonna be like, Jack, Jack, just... Just, we're going to go in the car, and we're going to have a good round of like blowjobs, and then I'm going <laughs> to pretend like the world isn't going to end, and then the world is going to end, and then I'm going to find a new band, but right so now like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live so in an FX moment.
1: You're like Mel Gibson in Braveheart when he gets captured, and they tell him to say mercy, and he says freedom, except you're saying FX, right?
4: Exactly. Gotcha. It's gonna be best ever because I'm finally getting. I'm finally getting like cash me out. Like I've been waiting for this shit for two years. Like I was cashing out. I was so excited for Cash Out and then they give us Rum Pum 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 pum, which isn't that terrible for an FX one but it was not what I wanted I wanted Cash Me Out I don't even care that it's like 3 years old and super dated and it's probably going to make no sense whatsoever with the rest of the album I finally get to have it and if they don't perform it once I'm going to have to go over to Korea and like smack a bitch because I I saw this choreography they practiced it in America Like I need to see this shit I am so ready for it Have Um, you heard
2: the demo? For, I don't know what it's for but there's a demo going around
4: There's a demo for feed. like the I think it's for the title track I'm too drunk to remember if it's for the title track <laughs> Or for another song
0: I
1: like your honesty but... <laughs>
4: <laughs> but it was It was it was solid it's not red light But I'm never ever expecting red light again Like that was like a flash in the pan Like Cause their title tracks are always kind of iffy wishy But the rest of the albums are always, if you wishy, we're going to go with it. Um, The rest of the albums are always solid. Their title tracks are always like, if you wishy. So the title track sounded all right. I mean, if it's just a demo, I'm going to see what Crystal and Victoria do with it. Because they're pretty much the only parts that I'm like, we'll see how they go. But I think it's going to be solid. Um, because it's FX and they're right up there with Shiny. Like they could like make Weef noises and make it an oh album. And I was. Oh my
1: god!
4: <laughs> so Halo, hey, you
1: like you like SM groups, right? Is if, is FX one of them? I can't remember.
0: Yeah, I love FX. yeah she...
1: Okay, so how oh, do you feel okay. about it? Since we stopped you from being able to talk about it, earlier? I'm excited. I don't know if I'm this
0: excited, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about it. I like. Well, F- you what guys Shannon, did you
2: Shannon, have you meet Have you met Haley? She is uh, a a new member of our podcasting group.
4: Baby? She's very
2: young. She is
4: Hi. a K-pop baby fan. Is she like <laughs> fetus or she's zygote? I I don't, I don't think don't know. I'm that young. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think she means your time in the K-pop. Okay, family. I
3: was like. I... I'm not a 99 liner or
4: anything. (laughs) Oh. I never know anymore because someone's like, I'm so old, and then they tell me they're like 17, and I'm like, I hate you. Go, like, drink a bottle of milk. I don't know what to tell you. You can't even have to drink. a bottle of milk?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Mercy.
4: Yeah, I had a lot of sangria. I had probably about a quart.
2: (laughs) That sangria will do things to you. So, I mean... About the art, I, I, I like the art that I've seen so far. I mean, the one thing I'll say about FX is they do everything. They have a lot of style and, and whatever to, with everything that they do. I, I like the little some animated art that
4: they've been doing. I mean, Listen, it's, it's like so hip. It could into be a it. cereal aisle. It's like super granola.
1: It's amazing. <laughs> It's like super granola. Wow. Listen,
4: it could be in the cereal aisle. Like you could see it next to like the Cedar Farms granola that's in the organic section. Like you could see like organic granola FX. Like it's I'm
1: just fun. saying, you're showing how white you are right now. It just wasn't... <laughs> I mean, it's not it's bad. There. It's funny, but jeez, <laughs> like I don't but know. I on the thing I was trying aisle. to get it with
2: FX is that you know people always talk about SM doesn't really do anything for them.
4: But oh, they I mean, never really do anything get... for them except, like, show bad photos that never actually end up coming true. Except in Red Light, which was why everyone loves Red Light. It was so pissed it lasted I don't for agree. two weeks.
1: I think they show out when it comes to art. Like, I, I agree with Ash. They really show out when it comes to art. Like, Pink Tape's whole design for their album was really pretty, and I really like that. And, yeah, and then even Red Light, the whole because style
2: Because I feel album. like that's really odd to how they treat them as a group. You
1: know. Yeah, it's like the only thing they give them is they're like, we're gonna we're gonna do some swag stuff for you when it comes to your album art because we don't care about you, but we'll give you some stuff. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep you around, but we don't really care that much. That's the the vibe you get when you see them perform and the the title tracks they normally get, but when it comes to their album art, since Pink since Pink Tape, I think it's been I think it's been perfectly fine. Like Pink Tape was wonderful. Every time I even see that box, I'm like. <sighs> That's right, Pink Tape was pretty good. <laughs> like, pink tape right. was I, oh five, my god, I would like
4: live in Pink Tape. Yeah, I have like, been like nonstop listening for like the past two weeks to like Pink Tape and Red Light. I forgot how good Red Light was because I stopped listening to it because it made me so upset that I couldn't have it for more than like a day. So, oh, like my God, I've been listening to, totally like, Dracula man. and Boom Boom Bang or Bang Boom Bang. I don't know. I'm too drunk to remember the actual. <laughs> words like Boom bang, 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 bang Boom, <laughs> something like that. But,
1: but one, awesome. one of the things we, we didn't talk about, and it was an article in uh, on Mona was when they were comparing the SM... Designer to the YG designer, and obviously I have a bias, and I do love the simplicity of a lot of YG stuff. But there is something incredibly beautiful about what that uh, designer did for for um, FX in particular. So like when people when people are like you know putting God before her name, I'm like when you look at what FX did, I agree. Like I'll, I'll give it to you. Oh well, yeah,
0: because because
2: it's just so different from what the other well. Maybe not so different when you see Red Velvet stuff because it's a it's a little similar to
1: like.
4: No, I, a, I think no, I'm bringing a, red herring into this. I, <laughs> I, I think,
1: I I think, I think in terms herring. of I think in terms of art, like if you're just talking about the art of FX from Pink Tape to Red Light to what we're getting now, I think it has a particular kind of reformed sort of image like. Pink Tape's whole design philosophy is very hipster feeling, you know, like you take this retro VHS tape, but you make it kind of beautiful in a sense, and you make the name actually fit what the album looks like, which is a forgotten type of thing, really, like most people are, they have a name of their album and it means nothing to what the album art is or the album design as a whole. But when you take pink tape, it's perfect. It's like pink tape. You literally get a pink VHS tape. It's red. It's retro. It's hipster, but it fits perfectly. It feels good with the concept that they were doing with that um, whole set of promotions. And it feels like it, everything about it is good. And then you take Red Light and the visuals and the at the the costumes and all of it, and it's very it's very strikingly uh, different and pretty. But it's also kind of got this like weird clockwork orange type thing. Obviously not all the way, but like they tried to be different. They wanted to be out of the box, and it was really pretty in that kind of way. And then you come to the, to what we have now, and it's very interesting that... They're giving you gifs instead of a picture, and it's not even like a full gif. It's just like one simple piece moving, and it's like you don't really know what's going on. And then they do I an mean, art exhibit. I they're doing a full or, art you know.
2: exhibit for going yeah, out loud. Right.
1: So it's 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 very different what they do with FX, and it's kind of beautiful in that sense. And if and when it comes to like art design, if people want to say like SM can beat out. YG. It's literally only with FX in my opinion. I don't think anything else is as striking as the kind of things that YG does in its simplicity, but like in its kind of interesting little uh, extra added things. But when you talk about FX, I think everything that they've done since Pink Tape has been perfect for them. Like it, it's it just is striking it's and so beautiful. different
2: from from their formula with like literally almost every other group.
1: Right, that yeah. Do. And mm-hmm. <laughs> But that's why I say that they don't remind, like, I get that when when I think of comparing Red Velvet to, to um, <coughs> excuse me, FX, it's only in the sense of Red Velvet wants so desperately to be FX. Like, well, it, yes. it doesn't come and off the other like way. Well, yes,
2: and just like, the shallowest similarities. I'm not saying that they have a whole lot in common, but just in, like, really shallow
4: similarities. They're, like, color yeah, yeah. FX before the butt of that.
1: Yeah, and, and I I'll, I'll agree with that. Like they want it they give me that vibe of like we desperately want not those girls but the SM as a whole desperately wants Red Velvet to fill that, that wound that FX is gonna leave because I think they know it's inevitable. And maybe it won't be, maybe four will work really well and they'll decide to stay. Who knows? Nobody really knows but you know, well, the writing is kinda of
2: I mean, you you know, now you're you're also seeing Sully around here doing like photo shoots and I don't know, it's just weird, you Dude, know? Sully's she...
4: getting so much sex, she doesn't care what everyone else thinks. Like, she is just all Good over it. Like, Lord. Just... Lord. <laughs> Dude, Good you know, like, Lord. Gay... Just like, what Good you mean, Lord. Just...
0: Lord. Nothing.
4: Okay. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs>
1: I mean, listen, Sully, live your life. But you know what, Shannon, chill, okay? <laughs> <That's>
4: <laughs> exactly what's
2: she's like, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with her because I mean, Sully is doing whatever she wants. out.
0: Okay.
3: Well, Sully is doing whatever she wants because just a few moments ago, she on her Instagram put the cover, the photo cover for FX's uh, 4 Wall album, and there's like, I'm I'm cheering them on, or something like that. It's like, oh, I ain't to do this no oh,
0: anymore, really
1: How sweet But of her. anyway... I still feel like she probably is friends and loves those girls, she just doesn't yeah, want to be an I idol so desperately.
2: Never, she was like...
1: She never a, well, wanted to do it in well, the, the first place. a lot of girl group again. members
2: where she probably, yeah, like you said, she didn't really want to be... An idol in the first place, but you know, to further her career, they put her in an idol group and made her face or whatever.
4: But could we talk about how good Victoria's like gift was? Like she was so freaking hot, and all she had was like dangly glasses. Like
2: Victoria, back in bank soon. She's supposed to be in this movie. In China, she got just got cast in some movies. She's and... still banging Changman.
4: Like, that girl's got going on. <laughs> I want her life.
1: Want her but, why think... is this happening? What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're wild when you drink. We need to have, I've decided on this podcast, there needs to be a. Drunk podcast. I don't care if it's just me and you, Shannon. I hope it's everybody. But we need to make this a thing because I am I am here for getting this wild. <laughs> like, we'll take like two topics and we'll just go. It'll be, it'll be glorious. Wait for it. Not your average netizen productions. All right, it's coming. What? what?
3: 19 plus.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, <laughs> be a like 19 plus, plus podcast. We are not going to pull any punches. We'll be here.
4: Did we talk about shiny this podcast? I mean, well, Mexico, I did. Oh my God, mention, did I tell you guys, like, when I found out that the album was dropping, I was so excited. Like, I just ran around my house in my underwear and I was like, yes, it's here. It's here. And then I saw Cash Me Out was there and I was, like, doing, like, the, the roundabout. Like, I don't even know how to call it, but when you, like, circle your arms around and you're just, like, bouncing up and down, it's awesome. I was so excited.
2: Don't <laughs> he did mention mentioned, uh, is nominated for some Melon Awards. I don't know if that means anything to you or not, but they are—they are nominated for um review. For
4: yes, I love you. View
2: is best. Yeah, and FX. I mean, as far as FX is concerned, um, you know, I hope they get to have that. They have a good debut song. They get to have an actual like, come back to this time because... If we
4: get three weeks of promotion, like, I'm set. Like, I'm, that's all I want. I want three weeks of promotion before, like, I have to put my head on the guillotine and, like, take it as an <laughs> FX fan.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's kind of like whenever you're watching a bad porn, you're like, you know the butt scene is coming up, and oh you're my like, you're not quite sure oh you keep watching, oh You have to keep watching. That's, that's how I feel like with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, <Don't> listen to you <laughs>
0: Because
4: you know it's always coming up because they just put it in every porn now and you're just like, I don't know how to see this, but it's in there and i got to watch it to the end. I'm already done. Oh, my
1: gosh. Okay. I, I put my headset down. I just want to know. <laughs> oh,
2: so, you've got a few, more, a few more days to wait, Shannon. But um, it will be here. I'm and so excited. you know what? We told you we were with you the entire time. You were doubting, and we were like, "Hang in there." No,
4: no, I said this is the goodbye album, and I wasn't ready. I'm still not ready, but I'm gonna ignore it. I'm ignoring that this is a goodbye album. And if it's not the goodbye album, then I will pee my pants and I will run in the street screaming without a bra. Let there be life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will be so happy. But as an FX fan, I have learned that I will always look for the... You have to look for, like... It's like with the Skip It, like the original Skip It, which was like a bomb. I'm just waiting for that bomb to, like, go off.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Where do you pull these references from? No, well,
4: I'm, I'm legit. Like, Skip It was not a toy. Skip It was an original way of getting rid of a grenade. Like, it was supposed to be like a military, where so you could use your
1: foot and <laughs> like, a bunch of grenades.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. All out. right. You know it what? It
1: real
4: thing. And it didn't work very well, and they had too many accidents. Hey Hello, right. right. Tell our, our
2: listeners. I am How way ahead you?
1: of you, Ash, here. Thank you for listening to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, please check out our website, not your average Uh we also have a Tumblr that our wonderful and currently very drunk Shannon runs pretty much, which is not your average You can also find us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, thank you so much. Please rate and subscribe and do all that good stuff. Leave us reviews. We do read them, we do check them. Um, we haven't read any on air because I never catch them fast enough, and I apologize for that. But hopefully, I'll get the next one. Um, if you aren't following us on iTunes, uh, you can find us at Not Your Average Netizens. We should be the only thing that pops up. Um, we also are, are on SoundCloud. Uh, soundcloud.com slash not your average netizens where you can also comment and uh, leave us messages and subscribe there. So please do that and uh, support us. That'd be great. Uh, if you have any questions or comments or things that you want us to talk about on the show that we haven't hit because we don't hit all the topics in the world, but we would like to know what you guys want us to talk about, you can email us at not your average netizens at gmail.com and last but not least, you can find us on Twitter uh, at NYA netizens. Thank you.
2: Thank you Tim and thank you Shannon for joining us even though you are in your current stage of drunkenness but we we seriously could not broach the subject of FX today without you here present so thank you for joining us
4: regardless. <laughs> Are you sangria. still there? Sangria. Sangria is dangerous children. Do not drink the sangria.
2: Wow. I've never had that um, reaction to sangria. Okay. Well, I did have a
4: quart of it by myself, so. Okay.
1: Please, if if you love Drunk Shannon, there will be a drunk <laughs> podcast. I'm making it happen. It's going to be a thing.
2: <laughs> okay. Tim's doing something. I'm doing I want it. Not to
1: average productions. We're growing. This is how it happens. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, if there's, um, unless there's anything else that um, anyone wants to talk about, I want to thank um, everyone for showing up here tonight. Um, thank you, Kiara, Tim, Haley, and Shannon for showing up at the last minute. And um, thank you guys for... Um, Like I said, um, go to our Twitter if you want to check out our Unpretty Rap Star Star live viewing. It is currently up in two parts, a daily motion. Um, So if you are interested in viewing that, check it out while you can. Um, We may do another one in the future. And also my um, uh, short... uh, Big Bang Tour um, Diary, made diary, is also on YouTube and is also on Twitter via a link. So, thank you everyone for joining us today. Thank you everyone for listening to us. And we will see you next week. Tim, we will miss you while I, we
1: are gone. We don't know where the testosterone
2: testosterone will come from. I'm sorry. (laughs) Maybe we can can go nowhere to be back on here. I don't know.
1: I might be be
0: there.
1: Wow. (laughs) I might be back next Friday, um, but there's no promises, so it might be two Fridays. I'm sorry.
2: Okay. Well, whatever you end up doing, um, good luck to you. Be safe. And we will be in touch with all of you K pop fans
1: later don't on. Drink sangria.
2: <laughs> be careful with the sangria. Do never never drink a quart of it by yourself. At no. all. Um especially if you have no way to get home. Um and we will see you guys later. Thank you guys. bye. Bye bye. Bye-bye.